Hey there. Like this show and want to create one similar? Let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. Uh, One of the main things that I love about Anchor, but that's not all. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How awesome is that? Now, you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world has never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Welcome to The Kidney Connection, a weekly show about dialysis wellness, kidney health, and how to make holistic choices that can lead us to the healthiest possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Ebony G, a registered nurse in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information and free resources to help you get started, please visit our website, www.lwapllc.com. I really hope you enjoy listening to this show, but just a reminder, this show is not a substitution for medical diagnosis and treatment. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Kidney Connection, where we have just, I always say this every week, but we just still have another amazing guest, Ms. Jamie Lerner. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good, good. And I told Jamie before we before we started that I love her voice. It's so nice and soothing. So I know we're going to get some goodness because <laughs> I'm calmer just listening to you. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. So before we dig in, um, introduce yourself to everyone. Okay. So um, I was born with a knowing and I think we all are and I think just the contrast of life itself, we tend to move further and further away from our inner knowing, our inner being. And um, I um, got my master's in social work and had a psychotherapy practice, but always felt as if there was another way to do things. Instead of asking people to always look back, I felt that people probably would want to move forward And so I gave that up and now I do something very different, which is the integrative approach to well-being. And I assist people in assisting themselves from getting to where they are to where they want to be, which is a very nice, gentle and very loving uh, way to make some choices in your life and uh, to gain some momentum. I love that. And I love that, um, that word inter integrated approach. I think that's, um, multi-layered about what that, you know, what that could mean, because it's really such a, a holistic process, um, to one's being. Yes. It's from the inside out. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. So let's dig into, um, I guess let's start there with, with integrative approach to well-being. So what does that, what does that look like? Well, I think that it's different for everyone. So mm-hmm. I think that um, when we can lovingly and curiously look at ourselves from the inside out and redirect our attention from outside back to inside, then we can create some harmony between our thoughts and our feelings and our desires. And then we can start having the conversations with ourselves about ourselves in terms of what is our desire? What what do we want for ourselves? And that's such Mm -hmm. a big question because most of the time we talk about what we don't want. And it's interesting, what do we have? We have more of what we don't want. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, people usually want to talk initially about uh, what was and about their past. And um, I really like to ask people to check in with themselves in their right here and now, and to just um, talk a little bit about, you know, where are you in your now? And that's kind of like a wonderful restart in itself because it kind of stops us in our tracks from looking back to just being like, wow, like right in this moment, where am I? And what's up with me? Yes, that that whole presence and a mindfulness is definitely a journey I've been on for the past um, five or six years, because I admittedly, I am not the most present person. I am, uh, I read something today that said planning is also priceless and worthless. Uh, sometimes it's, it's priceless to do, but if you don't follow it um, or let it consume you, it can become worthless. And I am just one of those people where I always, not always, I don't, I don't currently do it. Cause like you said, I am, I am always constantly aware of the stories and scenarios I tell about myself, but I used to live three to five years in the future. Like I would have pretty much A, B, C, and D plan A, B, C, and D, you know, planned out. If I don't do this, I'll do this. If I don't do that, I'll do this. But, and I lived there. I did not live in the present of actually of the doing things, even though I did the things, but I did not live um, in the present. I wasn't very mindful about life outside of those plans. And so I love that, um, you know, that you talk about the the presence and the mindfulness portion. Cause I think, I know for me, I missed that for many years that while I'm working on myself, I was very aware that I wanted to work on myself and integrate things for my well-being, but it was fine um, skills such as mindfulness that I was just oblivious to and, and wondering why sometimes things didn't work out or why I was so anxious or why did I worry so much, not realizing that I was creating that with not being present. You know, it's interesting because I think in a way you did yourself a big favor by Um, being in your future because you were manifesting the whole time. The only thing is that you weren't really taking advantage of all the wonderful things that were happening in the moments leading up to the future. Mm -hmm. As opposed to 
living in the past where we tend to just recycle those thoughts and feelings. And as we get older, they tend to get more exaggerated and take on a life of their own. So the living in the present is a wonderful place to be, but also to project into the future is also a wonderful way to manifest. So to your own credit, now that you're in your now, it would be interesting to know how much of your future you've created through manifestation. You know, that's a very interesting point that I never actually thought about because yeah, I am living in what I manifested five or six years ago, actually. <laughs> that I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it yeah, happens. That is, <laughs> yeah, that is very interesting. And and I know all about, you know, I have literally, I have, I'm looking at a, a um, a sticky I'm a sticky person I look at a sticky now that says number one believe number two you know know it's done number three faith like so I'm I'm down with all of that but I never really considered um it even though I do say I I do live in the you know I'm living what I prayed for but I guess to really um I guess own that and not look at it as such a negative thing you know but to like but like you say reframe that and look at it, you know, for all of the positive benefits that it brought versus, you know, all of the perceived negatives. It's just more of that, you know, that narrative, you know, that, that we speak yeah. to ourselves. So that's so interesting. So you have a I'm going to have to journal that out. You didn't out. even know about yes, the definite right? superpower. I'm going yeah. to have to yeah. journal, journal that out a little more because literally I always, I, I, when I talk about it, I talk about it like it has been a negative um, even though it has served me well, I just felt like it was it was a negative because you know I wasn't the most you know present. But yeah, that that is definitely true. I love oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when I have little self self realizations. Um, and so that brought up something else too that you talk about is how you support people on how to change their stories, which you know, I guess just like a real live um, demonstration right there uh, of how you could do that. Yes. And and I think it's really helpful for people to know that that's available to them because a lot of people don't even know that, first of all, many people don't even know what their story is. Like, it's kind of like the mantra that has taken on kind of a life of its own. And, you know, my question is always, well, is that even true? And then when people like listen to the way that they are telling their story and they check in with themselves. They factor, they go, no, that's not even true. And then I say, well, how does it feel when you're telling this story? And they're like, I never even thought about it, but it doesn't even feel good. So at that moment, it's a great opportunity to ask yourself, like, is there any part of this story that you would like to change? Like could be a word, a sentence, a paragraph, the entire thing, or it could just be the tone of the story like shifting away from the negativity and finding like the positivity in it because there's always something positive to be found in something negative. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's the upside of that? And could you begin to tell your story in a way that would inspire other people and actually inspire yourself about your own self as you tell this new story or new version of the story that is more reflective of you right here and now, as opposed to back then, whenever that was. Yes. And it, you know, that 
that lesson also took me quite a while to grasp the concept of, of, of positivity, you know, coming out of negative. It was just so hard to, to, even though the positive might have happened, but just to think about it in that way, you know, like I think pre, like knowing that negative things will happen, finding the positive in that was difficult for me versus sometimes living through the negative and then having something happen positive as a result because I don't really think I correlated them the same way you know when when they happen like that versus kind of like prepping yourself almost like you know things are going to happen life is not going to be perfect whatever whatever but you know just try to find a lesson in those things like that was a lesson in itself um you know there's something and there's something about contrast that is beautiful if we choose to look at it that way. And so what is contrast? It's everything that's happening that we actually don't want to happen. But out of that comes like some like an amazing moment of clarity because you become so much clearer about what you desire. And yes. without that contrast, we probably wouldn't have that clarity. And clarity, I think, is the jumping off point for you know, kind of moving forward. I love that contrast creates clarity. That's what I heard um, you say. Yeah. I love that. That is very true. Because um, I think it forces you to think in an abstract way versus just being very, I know I'm a very concrete thinker. So mm-hmm. abstract is uncomfortable for me. And I think for a lot of people, um, it is uncomfortable, you know, to not, especially if you have control issues like I do, which I'm like, it's like such a big thing. Usually when I'm in therapy and I'm having an issue with something, it always, I feel like 95% of the time boils down to control. (laughs) I don't care what it is. At its root is the control. And that's just that concrete thinker in me. And so um, I do know that, you know, that contrast really, really forces you to get out of the box that you have and, and, and think in some different ways and it does ultimately bring bring clarity so I love that well the interesting thing too is that the only thing that we have control over is what we're choosing to think about and how we're choosing to feel and we don't have Mm -hmm. control over anything else so Mm -hmm. in that sense when we are um, conscious and mindful enough to take control of how we're feeling and what we're choosing to think about and how we're choosing to feel moment by moment. I think that's the ultimate power. Mm-hmm. And we have the most control over our lives. Yes. Yes. I would say my word earlier this, well, end of last year was surrender for that very reason. Uh, because I feel like I gave so much of uh, my power and my peace in that control that I was trying to have that was like non-existent and was never going to happen. Um, So I was letting that totally exploit everything. So once I kind of let that go and gave that up, um, I find that, and cause I feel like, you know, I feel like as we age too, you know, we're younger, we're a lot more curious. We take a lot more risks and then something happens. I don't know if it's age or I don't know if it's just life that happens and kind of slaps us around a little bit and makes us not as, um, I don't know, exuberant, 
comes to mind you know it kind of just like like dampens your spirit a little bit and I know for me I'm I feel like I'm refreshing that by by surrendering and letting go of that control and becoming that um curious you know like fun person that I felt like I used to be if that makes sense yes and I think so I think a lot of that has to do with resistance. We become more resistant mm-hmm. as we get older. And then when we kind of release that resistance, then mm-hmm. everything feels so much better. But surrender to me, me personally, I can't use that word without feeling like a victim. And I don't think we're ever victims to anything or mm-hmm. anyone. So I like to encourage people to substitute that word with something else that feels more um, positive and like something that we are feeling like we do have more control over and something more empowering. Mm -hmm. And that word is different for everybody. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, I think that we become really in control of our life and every single moment when we are choosing to um, to choose our thoughts and feelings for ourselves. Oh, so proactive, instead of being surrendering, just become more proactive about you. I don't mean you, I mean pe- people, the people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not about anyone else. It's always about us. It's never about the other person. It's about me mm-hmm. in this moment that I'm feeling uncomfortable because someone else is doing something. What empowering choice do I want to make for myself? What thought do I want to choose for myself so that I can feel better? And that you have like control over 100%. And then you feel right. so powerful. It was It's like no matter what happens around you, you're like calm. You're clear mm-hmm. for yourself about yourself. And then you never really feel stuck. You never feel imposed upon by a situation or by another person, place, or thing. That's the ultimate freedom, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, it really is. It really is. That is a, a free. And you know, I feel like I've always been a worrier, and I talk to you know a lot of people because I feel like me, I am so much like um, my audience, you know, and people that I help. In that, I have that whole freedom that that you just spoke about and that whole peace and that whole contentment and that whole joy of being able to harness your thoughts and your feelings and actually you know have a positive control over that was something that I have always lacked and so it was so hard to find it because I never had it and it's 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 not something that you can necessarily read like like follow these instructions to your (laughs) to your to your controlled you know peace and happiness it's something that you really have to like you said it's very very uh, individualized and customized for a for that specific person so it's um and that's why I love that you know that that this is what you were talking about because I feel like it helps people to just at least hear possibilities or hear ideas of places where you could start a lot of times we don't even start because we're like this is just too hard like I just can't even get out of the feelings and the thoughts to even it's so true though but we live in a victim society which is really it just is I I have no commentary about that but however I think we need permission so Mm -hmm. I give everyone permission to make that individual choice for yourself about yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's simply just excusing yourself in the most loving Mm -hmm. way and creating that space for yourself that 
feels better. I mean, it's yes. that simple. That's, you you yes. definitely have permission to do that all day long. Yes, that permission. You're you're right. Um, I think a lot of it what well, is giving yourself permission to to do something different, to do it a different way, and to not yes. and give yourself permission to not even know exactly what to do or how it's going to turn out and to do it anyway i think that's absolutely wonderful (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep that was my experience because i was always one of those people i gotta know i'm not a jump and then land person i'll jump but i want to see where i'm landing i want to pick where i'm landing you know you get to a certain point in this in this um, personal development work where it doesn't work that way and you realize it never worked that way but you were just working against the grain you know for for many years and that's why it seems that way but really it's not it's not that way at all you you're jumping without necessarily knowing where you're where you're stepping all the time you just have to embrace that well and begin to trust yourself that you would not yes. put yourself in a place that was not going to work out for you you know i, I think that yeah. To, to love ourselves and to trust ourselves and to really tune into our intuitive knowing, intuitive guidance. Mm. I think mm. that that's really, really helpful and really important. We don't know for others, but we always know for ourselves. It doesn't matter yes. how or why we know, we know. Yes. Yes. And I do know that it's hard um, to sometimes trust yourself when you've made some bad decisions. And once again, I speak from, you know, experience of coming out of that where, you know, you, you feel like, oh man, do I really know, you know, do can I really trust myself to make, you know, good decisions after maybe one or a series of bad ones. And it's like, once again, I start living in the past though. It's like, this is different this is, this is now. And this is talking about future, like stop living in your past decisions and past, you know, maybe regrets and all of that kind of stuff and letting that contaminate, you know, what you're, what you're currently doing and want to manifest in the future. So yes, that whole trust yourself and, and, and forgive yourself. I would add self-forgiveness in that as well, because a lot of times you have to forgive yourself and, and process through that before that trust can come back. Yeah. I think that's true. That's really, really true. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yes to to all of that. And that was just a great segue into um, the harmonious connection between thoughts, between our thoughts and feelings that um, that we were talking about earlier and how, you know, that is that that's it right there. Like that's that's the the key. Key components. And that's called alignment. And when you're in alignment, Mm. any choice that you make can only be a good choice for you. The other thing I would say is don't tell anybody what you're doing. Don't ask them what they think because that's just, that kills it. (laughs) Just keep asking yourself, what do you think? You know, how do you feel? And um, answer that question for yourself about yourself. Nobody knows for you. You know, believe me, you absolutely know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And mm, yeah, that whole al- alignment is, I'm telling you, you are just 
speaking speaking to all of my um personal develop milestones here in the past few years because that that's another that's another word and that's another area where I know people struggle with because to me the alignment you see a lot of people always asking about how do I find my purpose I don't know what my purpose is uh and I feel like you know purpose and alignment are definitely uh, you know, connected, they, they're interconnected. Like once you find your purpose, you're aligned and you're aligned in your purpose. So, um, that is definitely, uh, a, a serious connection right there. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It really, really is. Well, I thank you so much for this, uh, enlightening, enlightening conversation. Thank you so much for inviting me. No problem, no problem. And I want to um, let everyone know where they can find you. Now, all of your links to your details to how to find you will be on the website show notes. But I do know at on Facebook, you're learner.jamie. Mm-hmm. And I have a website. It's www.jamie-lerner.com. And there's just tons of free, inspirational, interesting things along with podcast and this podcast will be on there as well so yeah awesome 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 well thank you like I said thank you again um for for joining us it's a pleasure I hope you enjoyed today's show please be sure to share this broadcast with family friends or anyone that you think could benefit from it also share your takeaways from this show on your ig stories Don't forget, use the hashtag LWAP. Check out the show notes for the resources and references talked about in this episode at www.lwapllc.com slash blog. Thanks again. Talk to you next time. 